thing right there. <laughs> I can spend all day. Whew. All right, Lord. All right. All right. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. I love y'all so much. I love y'all so much. Okay, I'm Minister Al White, uh, humble and loyal servant to Pastor Rod Walker and Teacher Mel Mean Walker. Uh, <laughs> I am, um, you know what? I'm a minister of the gospel. That's what I am. I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I just want everybody to know him. I want everybody to know him the way that I know him. Real, real fast. Real, I'm going to be real fast. <laughs> This could be a short message. I promise it's a short message. <laughs> but I remember um, that song, uh, Holy Spirit, You're Welcome Here. There's a line in that song that says, You're Our Living Hope. And I remember when I was in a very, very dark season of life, very dark season, and I was uh, sitting uh, in someone's house, and Teacher Mel looked over the top of the couch, and she said, Don't you ever forget that he's your living hope. <laughs> that scripture snatched me up out of darkness, y'all. He's a living hope. We have a risen Savior, a living Jesus. <sighs> all right, all right. I'm really trying to come back. I'm trying to come back. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Very simple, very simple message today. And I promise it won't be long. Uh, my brother's on the ones and twos right now, but he's going to hop over on the other thing. Just as soon as he get that nasty, that last dirty cord out. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So it, it's very, very simple. Um, it's gonna be like a like a like a three a three hit and then a nice little breeze at the end. It's gonna like pop 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 and then whew, like that. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like so it's called um, pick up your cross. All right. Can y'all say that with me? Pick up your cross. Say it again. Pick up your cross. One more time. Pick up, Pick up your, your cross. cross. Amen. All right. So let's pray briefly. Father, in Jesus' name, I step back and I allow the Holy Spirit to take ascendancy right now. Thank you, Father, for writing on every word that I speak, Lord. Father, minister to the hearts of your people. Let the word be seeded into them and produce good fruit. In your son Yeshua's name, we pray and always believe what we pray. Amen and amen. All right. Now, my laptop might die because somebody didn't charge it up. They ain't want nobody but me. It won't nobody but me. But that's all right because I got a backup. I got a backup. All right. So, <laughs> um, the foundation scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 26 through 31. I'll put that up, man of God. It's 1229, 1244. Amen. All right. 
<laughs> that's, how, that's what I'm going to do it. All right, so I'm going to read quickly because I got a few scriptures here. Y'all know I love the word, right? All right, so. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are representing and signifying and proclaiming the fact of the Lord's death until he comes again. Verse 27. So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a way that is unworthy of him will be guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. This part. Let a man thoroughly examine himself. And only when he has done so should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discriminating and recognizing with due appreciation that it is Christ's body eats and drinks a sentence, a verdict of judgment upon himself. Verse 30. That careless and unworthy participation is the reason many of you in the body of Christ are weak and sickly. And quite enough of you have fallen into the sleep of death. Verse 31. For if we searchingly examined ourselves, examined ourselves, (laughs) detecting our shortcomings and recognizing our own condition, we should not be judged and penalty decreed by the divine judgment. I had to really shorten this one up because it's a whole lot that I wanted to do here, but I'm going to shorten it up. So... Here's, uh, so the, those four words, pick up your cross. I'm going to break them up into three sections. The first one is pick up. Pick up your cross. Okay? The supporting scripture is Matthew chapter 16 and verse 24, sir. It says this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself and his own interest and take up his cross and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me, conforming wholly to my example in living and, if need be, and it does need be, in dying also. King James, do it real nice. Jesus said to his disciples, if man will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up your cross and follow me. Communion is about the cross. We must recognize Jesus as the Passover lamb. We know that communion is, a, is a, a, a version of what happened in the Old Testament with the Passover and all that kind of stuff. All of that summed up in what he did on that cross, okay? Communion is about the cross. We have to acknowledge the price that he paid to bring us out of the bondage of sin and join him in death. We have to, we have to see ourselves with Jesus on that cross, Okay? We, when, when we consider the cross of Calvary, 1244, when we consider the cross of Calvary, we have to say the same way he took that walk, the same way he walked up that hill and got up on there and those people nailed him to the cross, I died with him that day. Everything that I want, everything that I desire, and let me help you with something. As long as you go through life, God is going to continually unveil desires that don't belong to him. Through your whole life, until you get to Shemayim, God is always going to be unveiling desires that don't belong to him. And you're going to have to lay them down every time. I love somebody said like this. Oh, hold on. I got to go die real quick. I got to go die real quick. Just excuse me. I just, let me go die. Let me go die. (laughs) Just die. And I wish, it's the first assignment. I wish Pastor somebody had told me that 
when I first got saved. Like when I first got in, it was like, you know, we hear all the wonderful things. God will save you. And he'll bring you out of darkness into the marvelous light. And then we dance and we shout for a little bit and everything. And like, yeah. We run around telling everybody about Jesus. Yeah. And nobody said, uh, you're going to have to die completely. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Here's the thing. You have, to, you have to pick this death up. You have to pick it up. Because here's the thing. He's not going to force you. The Holy Spirit is not going to force you. You have a decision to make for the cause of Christ. You could, listen, you could live your whole life and say, well, I believe the Lord Jesus died on the cross my sin. He stepped my, uh, he paid for my sin on the cross. I'm sorry, I repented my sin. And I believe he rose again. He seated at the right hand of the Father. Okay. Bet. And you really believe it. You legit believe it, right? If you don't pick that cross up, you're going to live your entire life miserable and defeated. Miserable. There is nothing more miserable than a believer not living as a believer. It's a miserable state of existence. Okay. So he's not going to force you. Okay. Second one. Pick up your cross. Yours. Not mine. Not Pastor Rod's. Not Evangelist Shamir's. Not Andrea's. Not Minister Fee's. Your cross. Okay. Okay. Support of Scripture. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. I, lo- I-, I, just, I just love this. Lord, I love this. To make it your ambition to, and, in, and definitely endeavor to live quietly. <laughs> quietly. And peacefully. This part. To mind your own affairs and work with your hands as we, the leaders, have charged you. I, I, love, I love the King James saying that you study to be quiet. Oh, help, Holy Ghost. Help, Lord. Listen, uh, that's good. Study it. Some of you might have a hard time. Some of you might have a hard time. Maybe you're having a hard time being quiet. Maybe, you know, sometimes you be like, sometimes me and my wife, we do this all the time. We do this, me and my wife do this all the time. We be thinking about stuff. We be like, what the, and then what? But, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. nope, nope, mm-mm. no. Quiet, quiet, quiet time, quiet, quiet now. Quiet, quiet now. <laughs> do your own business. And if you ain't got no business, get some business. Do your own business, as we commanded you. Okay, moving on. John 21, verses 18, uh, yeah, 18 through 22. This is one of the funniest scriptures in the Bible to me. I'm going to be honest with you. It's one of the funniest things in the world. Okay, so this is, this is, this is Peter. Uh, this is right after when uh, Peter, when they had the whole, do you love me to feed my sheep? Do you love me to feed my sheep? Do you love me to feed my sheep, right? So then God says this to him. Jesus says this to him. He says, I'll show you most solemnly I tell you. We'll read the King James because it's faster. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, when thou wast young, thou girdest thyself and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. Basically, he was saying, when you get old, somebody's going to have to take you everywhere you go. And you ain't going to want to go. Somebody's going to have to pick you up and carry you everywhere you want to go. So then, <laughs> verse 19, 
<coughs> Here come Peter. <laughs> Verse 19. He said this to indicate by what kind of death Peter would glorify God. Okay? Uh, just real briefly. The things that glorify God the most is usually the stuff you don't want to do. That you don't want to do. We're talking about crosses here. We're talking about crosses, right? Where the word excruciating comes from. It's the things you don't want to do, okay? So, and after this, he said to him, follow me. So, Peter just followed along with Jesus. But Peter <laughs> turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved. This is John writing, and he always referred to him this way. I'm the one that Jesus loved, just in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> it was me. It was me. <laughs> the, 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 John writing about himself. The one who also had leaned back on his breast at the supper and has said, Lord, who is it that's going to betray you, right? It's a lot. That's a lot, John. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Verse 21. So when Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? So the conversation was thus. Peter was saying to himself, okay, so Lord, who was this dude that was supposed to betray you? What was all that about? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. What was all that stuff about? betraying you and all of that. And so, so then John walks up, disciple to Jesus love, right? He walks up, and Peter turns around and looks at John and goes, was it this guy? Was it John? Was, was it John? Did John do it? It was John, right? It wasn't John? I just want to know. Was it John? Right? I just want to know. It was John, right? Verse 22. Jesus said to him, this is so funny to me. If I want him to stay until I come, what is that to you? What concern is it of yours? You follow me. Why you worry about John? Why you worry about uh, whoever else? Follow me. I'm going to sum this whole section up. <laughs> I'm going to sum this whole section up in three words. Mind your business. Mind your business. Do your own business. Mind your own affairs. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Mind your business. If you are carrying a cross, trust me, you got enough to worry about by your lonesome. You got enough to worry about. Every time God uncover one of those hidden desires that you didn't even know was there, you got enough to worry about dealing with that than minding what somebody else is doing. Okay. I'm going to skip that Proverbs one. Here's the thing. This is something that the Lord's been ministering to me about. We're getting into the business of other parts of the body. When we should be praying for, encouraging, and loving them. When the world looks at the body, what they see is, contentious, is a contentious and strife-ridden body that they would much rather ridicule than join. We... This, is, this has been heavy on my heart. If we don't stop fighting each other, if we don't stop fighting each other, I know, I know it just gets your goat that they did that thing and they said that thing. And then you said it on stage. And then you said it on a podcast. Then you doubled down on it in your, in your book and all of it. I know, I know, I know I feel the same way. Lord knows I feel the same way. But are you praying for them first? Are you praying for them first? If you were to pick up the phone and call them, is the first thing that they hear 
what they've done wrong and how they are shaming the body in the name of Christ? Or are you going to say, hello, how are you? What's your name? My name is Al. What's the first thing you do? We're, we're, we're eating ourselves. The body of Christ is eating itself. And, no, and we're on display for the world to look at. The world is going, y'all want me to come over there? Why? For what? I mean, if I want to have a fight, I got a family reunion down the street. If, if, I, if I want to have a fight, shoot, I go to A.T. house. I have a fight. I have somebody. So your cross is heavy enough. Okay. Pick up your cross. It's the third piece. Pick up your cross. Oh, Lord, I got two minutes. I spent too much time. Dang. I'm like, Mike, 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> Pick up your cross. Uh, Hebrews 12, verse 4. You have not yet, you have not yet struggled and fought agonizingly against sin, nor have you yet resisted and with, come on church, don't get quiet on me, withstood to the point of pouring out your own blood. But you got so much to say about what so-and-so did about this, that, or the third, and it had it didn't do this, that, or the third. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Where you at? Where you at? Have you fought agonizingly, resisted, and withstood to the point of pouring out your own blood against sin? You spent that much time in prayer for that individual? You spent that much time searching God to see how you would minister to them if you had the opportunity? Because most of the people that we're discussing are in, are in arenas that we can't even broach right now. So have you really sought God on how I would deal with this individual if I stood in I'm not telling you not to correct nobody. That's not what I'm telling you. Because correction is, is, is a part of being in the body of Christ. That's a part of it. But what does the world see? What does the world see when they look at us? And we're, and we're I, if I see another reaction video, can, really? Anyway, two minutes. To truly follow God, no, we'll skip Galatians. It just basically says, I know it. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but the Christ that lives within me. And the life that I now live, I now live by the faith of the Son of God. I have been crucified with Christ. To truly follow God means you die every day. So when you lay your head down at night, what you need to ask yourself is, have I died today? Did I die today? Did I actually go and, 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 and whatever was in me that didn't look like God, did I kill it? And let me help you. Every day you can find something because we have flesh. You can find something to kill. Paul said, I have not apprehended that for which I was apprehended, but I'm pressing. Every day you got to press towards that mark of perfection in Christ Jesus. So don't deceive yourself. That thing that just up and left you real quick when you got saved, that won't your cross. Oh, I was, I was drinking, and I was, I was drinking for 10 years. And then, um, and then I just went down to the altar one day, and I just laid it down. I laid it down, and then all of a sudden, I ain't had a drink since the, That ain't your cross. I'm glad. 
I'm glad you're not a drunk no more. I'm really glad. It's not cool to be a drunkard. But that ain't your cross. Your cross, you got to carry. You got to carry it with you. You got you to gotta get bruises on your shoulders from the weight of it. But look up how heavy that beam was that Christ had to carry up that hill to Golgotha. And you got to choose to do it. You got to choose to pick it up and say, I'm going to carry this thing today because I love Jesus more than I love my own desires. I love Jesus more than I love doing what I want to do, saying what I want to say, going where I want to go, being with who I want to be with. I love Jesus more than I love my own desires. It's a cross. And it's different for everybody. That's why you got to pick up your cross because everybody has a different one. Whatever yours is, whatever yours is, pick it up and carry it. To carry your cross is to be in a daily fight to stay in the divine light of God. They deal with the very root of your character and are not born easily. Remember Paul and his thorn. Cross. All right. All right, here's the last bit. Dang, I'm over. Shoot, 1247. Dang. Okay, this is the last bit. I told you I was going to give it to you easy. You can do it, though. You can do it. God dang it, you can do it. You can do it. He left us his word. Thank you, pastor. Thank you, teacher. He left us his word. He left us, Lord, have mercy. He left, he left us the entirety of scripture. And then, <laughs> oh, you're so awesome. Then he left us his spirit. So that we could not only just read it and follow it and understand it like, okay, I guess I got to do that. Okay, they said, speak the truth. Okay, I guess I got then to. Then the spirit comes along and he breathes on it and he brings revelation to what you've read. You can do it. He left us his peace. I, listen, listen. Carrying a cross gets tough. It ain't a soul in this sanctuary that has not picked up their cross and every day go, Phew. Yeah, buddy. You try the line all down the street. Yeah, ba -da, ba -da, ba -da, ba -da. It, it's, it, it says, in all states, I have learned to be content. In every state that I'm in, I've learned to be content. So when you get low, when you get down, when you get discouraged, don't act like you don't. When you get low, when you get down, when you get discouraged, he gives you peace. He gives you joy. He lifts you. Whew, thank you, Jesus. He lifts you back up. Out, he is our living hope. So, 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 this is that's the good news. We can do it, y'all. He did not put more on us than we can bear. We can bear the cross of Christ because it is Christ that now lives within me. Galatians two twenty, and the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. It didn't say this is good. It didn't say the faith in the Son of God. It said the faith, Pastor, of. Oh, Jesus. It said the faith of the Son of God. That means the same faith that Jesus had. Whew, that, that thing blesses me. Maybe that's just for me. The same faith that Jesus had, I now have. Because it's him living in and through me. Okay, I'm rapping. I'm rapping. I could, I could talk more, but I'm going to wrap up right here. Amen. Elders said to call elders to elders. Amen. I, I had to pull it back because I'm... I'm 1249. Huh. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I get I get happy in Jesus. 
Lord, have mercy. Brother, that scripture that says, let a man examine himself in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, put that back up for me, please. You need to take some time. You need to take some time. You need to really, really take your time with this. Have I, have I picked up somebody else's cross? Have I, have I truly decided to pick up my own? Did I really, did I really, did I really pick up my cross? Or did I just pick up the thing that was easy for me to pick up? Did I give people the easy deliverance testimony? Was that really my cross that I picked up? You need me to grab that? Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory. Y'all know I, I drop stuff quick. I, I drop it. Amen. Glory to God. Look at God. Look at God. Hallelujah. Look at God. Woo. See there? See there? Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Look at God. Hey, it's stable. Glory. <laughs> Did I really pick it up? Am I walking with the Holy Spirit every day? Every day. Oh, okay. Praise God. Oh, amen. Okay, glory to God. Wife of my covenant. You're beautiful. Amen. All right. Examine yourself. I don't know. Y'all got to go down the aisle. Oh, they walking. Amen. Okay. Well, it's time if you will come. I, what Y'all, y'all, did. amen. I, I, I believe in protocol. <laughs> I believe in it. I ain't going to step out of order. <laughs> Search yourself. Search yourself. Have a hard conversation with yourself. Had a hard conversation. Had a hard conversation. Did I did I did I really speak to that person the way I should have? Did I really did I really forgive that individual? Really? I know I said I did, but did I really forgive him? What's my relationship like with my family, with, with my leaders, with my parents? Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Read it like me, like to get a big one. Because they're delicious, ain't they? They're delicious, ain't they? I'm like, this the bread of life. Yes, sir. <laughs> I break mine in half, and then I break it again just so I can savor it. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I love you. 
see children coming to get the bread in the cup. And I'm like, Lord, they saved. Lord, they saved. We got saved kids. Come on, come on, somebody. Y'all, it don't take much for me to praise God now. It don't take much for me. We got saved kids in here. Oh, yes, Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let him minister to you. Keep him top of mind. Keep him top of mind. Pastor said you got to pray in the spirit this year. I ain't stop. I ain't stop. You catch me anywhere. You gonna have them old shikande hadusha, huh? Huh? You gonna need it this year. You gonna need it. He left it to me. He told me I could have it. It's a gift. He told me I could have it. I'm gonna pick it up and, and run with it. I'm gonna take it. Amen. All right. Everybody been served. Amen. Like I can see all y'all. Okay. Go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. That verse that says, uh, for I have received of the Lord. Go back up in the chapter. I can't think of what the actual verse is. <laughs> what the number is. I think it's 25, 24. Yep, 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 yep. Chapter 21. You got this, you got the chapter in front of you, right? Lord, let me get it. Let me get it. Yeah, 22. Yep, 23. Hey, listen, <laughs> there we go. For I have received, there we go. <laughs> All right, this is my favorite communion scripture. I just love the way this one reads. It says, for I have received from the Lord himself that which I passed on to you. It was given to me personally that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was treacherously delivered up, and while his betrayal was in progress, good Lord have mercy, Lord, have mercy. While it was in progress, he took the bread. Verse 24. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this to call me affectionately to remembrance. And we eat the bread. Oh, I love this. This is my favorite. Similarly, when supper was ended, he took the cup also saying, this cup is the new covenant. Ratified, look that word up if you, when you get a chance, ratified and established in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it to call me affectionately to remember it. And we drink the cup. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that covenant. Thank you for that blood. Thank you for that cross. Thank you for helping us to pick up our crosses. Thank you for helping us to bear about in our bodies the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for helping us, for assisting us in this walk with you. You didn't leave us comfortless. Thank you, Lord. God bless you.